0: Listening to Two Girls One Podcast brought to you by Books. Things people used to look at before Twitter was invented. And we're not just sponsored by any old books, audiobooks. Specifically the fine folks at Penguin Random House Audio, who publish all your favorite reads in convenient talkie form. Listen to popular titles including Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan, The Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling, A Song of Ice and Fire by George R.R. Martin, Trash, but it's okay by Phoebe Robinson. You can download your favorite Penguin Random House audiobooks in any audio app that you already use, like Audible and Barnes and Noble. Browse their selection of hits at penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash two girls one podcast and tell them Allie and Jen sent you.
1: Everybody, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls One Podcast, where we look at the people behind the posts and the things that they're doing. How's it going, Allie? Pretty good. Well, Allie and I are performers who have been using the internet as a script for a lot of years, taking things you would find online, putting them live on stage, thinking about who could be saying these words and why. From there, we made a web series. It's called Two Girls One Show. You can find it on Hoo Ha Ha, and in that we, uh, yep, I was waiting for it and it came. Uh. <laughs> What we do in that show is interview people behind internet posts, communities, and then go on some scripted adventures based on what we learned from them. Uh, but that eventually led us to make this podcast where we have distilled for you uh, some uh, the interviews, essentially. So uh, we're talking to all sorts of people in Two Girls, One Podcast, and today it continues uh, with... In the most interesting guests we could possibly have I'm so excited we're talking to you
2: That is a bold statement I mean I'm excited <laughs> But the most interesting guests we've ever had I mean we've interviewed furries and sex robots And all kinds of shit actually we didn't interview The robot itself which we should have
3: That would be the most interesting guest that's
2: Yeah, true. Although no, I said
1: yeah I said, we're continuing with the most interesting guests. <laughs> That's
2: all. They're, they're
1: all the most interesting. So
2: oh, you guys, said plural guests. Okay, okay. Equally yeah, 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 yeah.
3: interesting.
2: I yep, would say today yep. is today's is perhaps the most counterintuitive. That's true. Whoa. That's that is the true. superlative I'm giving. So we're talking to uh, Wheezy Waiter. It's uh, Craig
1: and his wife, China. We're going to meet them in a second. We'll tell you a little bit more about them. Uh, but Craig has a huge YouTube presence, and he and his wife quit the internet for one month and documented what it was like. Um, so super excited to talk to them both very soon
2: though that, well, they were kind of fucking hypocrites, which I will tell them shortly to their faces because Why? they were still putting <laughs> content out. They just weren't consuming it. Right. Yeah. That's
1: an interesting line because to it's draw. His, it's his livelihood. So he has to, but, but
2: you know, I <laughs> mean, I'm it's just interesting yeah.
1: how little he did. I mean, I guess we'll talk them more about it, but like in this video where they document it, um, By the way, guys, the video, if you're looking for it, is called We Quit the Internet for a Month. Here's what happened. It's on the Wheezy Waiter uh, YouTube page. They died. (laughs) (laughs) They run down like their rules for it. Well, it sounds like he was able to upload videos but like not check the comments, right? And he checked email for like ten minutes a day, which is fucking insane.
2: Can you imagine? I mean I get it. I get it. It sounds great. Like I wanna do it. Like, I think the wrinkles would come out of my forehead permanently. Oh, this is like nature's Botox? <laughs>
1: yeah, just quit the internet.
2: <laughs> it's not snails. I thought snails. I thought we agreed that was nature's Botox. I know, I know.
1: We'll just keep trying things until it works, you know. Until, until we it stop. works.
2: Till we Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: For the listeners, for the listeners, if they haven't seen the video, I actually have a little clip of the video that we could play. Uh, so
0: are that you? We can to, up this is fucking Trader, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's podcast? podcast. Here's a taste is of what's that... coming up on Inside Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, why do you shop at Trader Joe's? Because you have the most variety. <laughs> you know what? I actually remember you guys. This when is a new Rickrolling. Like That's It's
1: Joe share. rolling. It's Joe rolling. You're uh. fucking Joe rolling us. They
3: quit the internet, then they go shopping at TJs. I think it's very healthy.
1: Listen, I support TJs, except in this very instance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, if it's Rick rolling, it's Joe jogging? I'm not sure. (laughs) Definitely Joe jogging. Okay, okay. But guys, look it up. The video is very interesting. It's Joe. I'm in.
1: I knew you would be.
2: (laughs) Man, I got jizzed again. God damn (laughs) it. Next time he does it, we've been (laughs) jizzed. Now I'm encouraging Uh, him to do it. I know. Anyway, so this couple quit the internet and we're gonna learn more about it. Jen. Have you ever quit the internet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What does it even mean? I'm trying to think like the longest I went offline was like Oh, I know. I did like a silent retreat uh, like six or seven years ago. And I I checked email maybe once a day, but for like just a couple minutes. And it was my birthday while I was there. And I got like all those Facebook messages. And I remember it being torture, like not being able to look. But they <laughs> yeah. only had one computer there. And it was like some old, old computer in the basement. So it was just by necessity. And it felt pretty great. I actually, I felt really, really good.
2: Yeah. How about you? When I you? go yeah. away internationally I try to not sign on yes but it's hard like everybody else is but when I when I truly do quit for like a week it really does feel good it does
1: I think it would be important to do it now because we're I feel like more and more we're connected to our phones every single year so um, you know I want
2: a burner phone that just has Google Maps Uber texting calling and maybe the calm app i'm into the calm app lately i love that idea let's simplify yeah. our phones yeah how can we get not a dumb phone not a smartphone just like a mediocre phone you know what i mean <laughs> this is like it's like the the phone that went to like remedial classes you know what i mean but like it went to class yeah, yeah. it got
3: its ged but yeah right. your ged
2: yeah. phone that's right. what i'm looking for uh Guys. techies get back get at me I'm looking for a GED phone,
1: guys. I don't support that joke at all. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say, hey, give us a different one. Give us a different one. No, any of you who got your GED, I'm sorry that they offended you. Actually, I'm really
2: glad that you got your GED. Um, We Um, are too. Is this the? Okay, so what is it, Jen? Is it the the community college phone? I'm just offending everyone.
3: (laughs) As a proud graduate of community college, I support this joke.
1: Oh, Matt, where did you where did you go to college? You went to, to Hofstra. Oh, we, that's, that's not, not a community not, college. You just doxed me? You just it's, doxed wait.
3: me on the air? No, I went to, to, I went to I went to community <laughs> college for two years. I guess I didn't technically get my like degree from there, but I did like a full, almost a full two year two-year program and then transferred over to a private uh, school. But like what? my oh, community college that. experience was very good, and I have no debt. So Whoa, go to community. My sweet. advice: go the fuck to community college. Please yeah. do it
2: and yeah. Matt supports this joke
3: I su- uh, my name is Matt Silverman and I support this joke <laughs>
2: right. thank you so much Matthew well Matt you... and I are going to go get our community college phones and it's going to be great.
3: <laughs> you you hit it on the head with the phones and this is what um, Craig and China talk about in the video a lot is like the internet is a great and cool place but when you bring it into fucking bed with you every yeah. day every night that's where it gets very messed up in terms of our usage of these platforms yeah. and it's very addicting it's very like all-consuming
1: yeah i'm finding more and yeah, more i need to make a conscious effort do... to turn yeah, it off sorry. yeah no no no. it's okay
2: it's the first thing i do too yeah
1: like okay. yeah it's when very i wake h- up
2: on the last thing i do want to go to sleep it's terrible
1: it's really hard to be disciplined i wish there was i wish there were more people talking about that because i would actually like some tips <laughs>
3: I could never quit for that long of a time and and I don't know what that says about me but I can't do it because uh, I make my living from the internet but also I really love and uh, enjoy the 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 benefits I get from the internet but for me it's like use with intent of like I don't right. like just scroll feeds anymore I go to to the internet to look for specific content or engage in specific activities and then what I should do is is balance my life better by not waking up with the phone, by not going to bed with the phone, by not um, feeling that draw to the phone. I should, I should limit, but mm-hmm. I would never quit. And I respect um, these guys for quitting because it's when you watch the video you're like oh my god it's so hard like he craig even says in the video like there were times where i just like thought of something and it's like i would like to know that like factual information that i can't even (laughs) access we have this joke actually my wife and i have this joke of like we were driving the other weekend it was like oh uh what about this thing or that thing and we were just both shrugged and we're like i guess we better go to the library because (laughs) how the fuck else are we gonna the
2: library find find information it was
3: so that's the part that got me
2: Right, right, I mean, yeah. I think we could all just be more intentional about our use, and but I'm full of shit because I could look into this part, right like
3: that's it that's yeah, it. Thank I you for the word. Have,
2: you're welcome, English cause I went to college no,
3: you, went to private, you went to private school,
2: yeah. I, I did not get that word, Wait, you went there eventually, no, I know oh guys <laughs> Anyway... um. No, because like I put in a, an extension into my browser just last week where I can only go on Facebook 10 minutes a day during the week, and it's fantastic.
3: Wait, oh, um, wow, 10 minutes a day? Yeah. Excellent.
2: I'm pleased. But yeah, I, I'm sure there are ways to do that on the phone, and I think Apple's latest update with the whole time well spent movement, I don't know if it kicks you off of it, but I think it does track it. So I should look into how to limit myself more. And Jen, you were saying you have a setting on Instagram now where – You can't look for more than 20 minutes? Yeah. I think you can choose different time intervals
1: to choose. And so I chose 20 minutes and it just uh, gives you like a pop-up window that says you've been on for 20 minutes today and you just click OK. But it's a nice reminder.
3: And that's a cumulative. Like you do five minutes here, one one minute there, and it adds up in a 24-hour period. Is that accurate? Yep. That's accurate.
1: That's great. Uh, Ali, do you remember, what was it called? Like a K-Box or something like that where you could lock up your devices Um, overnight? K-Safe? K-Safe, that's right. Um, yeah, we we've come across this device. I think it's for people like quitting smoking. But you would stick it in your kitchen, and you could not open it overnight. I don't. I, there must have been like some sort of emergency thing. But they suggested that you you could put your phone in it overnight if you wanted.
2: My slight problem is that I've been doing this call meditation app before bed. This is a new habit of mine. I've been doing it for a total of a week and a half uh but congratulations I like so <laughs> thank you i felt like there thank was a slight you. pause uh, for the congratulations I, okay thank yeah. you so much check out
3: ali's video i used an app for a week <laughs> here's
2: what happened what happened but no but i use it specifically to like try to relax from the effects i think of this <laughs> right. like bombardment but so but now I'm on like, your huh, i couldn't phone. get a case exactly yeah but it's
3: intentional use so you're setting it up to do a specific i'm just saying i'd love to do the case a safe and
2: just lock that shit away you know what i mean
3: sure 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 mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh, but i ugh, the, the phone makes me so productive and so not productive simultaneously and right? that's yes. the battle we face
1: yeah, uh, They made the point in the video And Matt you kind of said this earlier where you're just like Getting a lot of random information Like, Well it's just the not intentional Consuming of content but you can't help it Like um, as soon as you sign online Like you're going to see a lot of random Shit that you don't need to see advertisements Or you will got pop ups
2: Yeah I like the point they made about a newspaper like a real newspaper Where it's like here's the article and this article's over Like there's no hyperlink <laughs> There's, You know what I mean so it's like it doesn't become this wormhole Like that is the article and there is and something no lovely Yeah, yeah. right that, that right
3: every, Almost everything we consume on the internet has an opinion injected into it and and a reputable newspaper aside from the opinion opinion section is not that and is never that. And that was a profound thing that we've lost uh, that Craig mentions in, in the video.
1: I just want to be healthy. I want my brain to be healthy. You know, I think about that a lot. I'm like, how can I make Mm -hmm. my brain (laughs) healthy? I
2: -hmm. I joke Um, that I have a terrible memory, which is true. And I wonder how the internet has made it worse because I have mm -hmm. been reading these studies that it's like, our brains are adapting where you don't need to remember as well because you can Google it again. It's kind of frightening. Yeah. But
3: the trade off there is that you don't, It's just saying that you don't have to remember. And so you can technically sort of remember all the things all the time. And if you have a device that accesses that memory bank, you're always remembering, um, and therefore more productive. I don't know. It's really, it's tough. It's only a downside. If the internet, you know, crashes and goes away, then we're fucked. But if the internet is online, you can get all the information you want and you don't have to remember it. I don't know. I see well, both Well, but it also
2: affects my personal memory. Like people, like my friends will reminisce about shit and I'm like, I don't remember this.
3: Right. Okay. And yeah, that's, that's kind of point. frightening. That's a personal yeah, that's problem a little, that I need to get checked out. It. Well, you need to document it. You need to put it on Instagram and then you will remember it. You can look back at it. Or that, I that's, need to you know, fucking I mean, journal. That's
2: why I have this podcast. Just so I'll mm-hmm, be able to look back mm-hmm. on life later. I thought I had a pretty good memory. And recently
1: I've just had a series of people tell me that i don't <laughs> and i've been really disappointed but i think it, it's like a question of listening like i feel like my attention is drawn in a lot of different directions at any moment and mm-hmm. so now i'm consciously having after conversations to like sit down and be like okay like running it back in my mind what do we talk about oh yeah okay all right so i'm not gonna bring that up again <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> it's terrible it.
1: yeah it's but i didn't used to have to do that so yeah fuck you internet <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or are we just getting older? I don't we know. We could just be getting older. Oh, that's the yeah. thing.
3: It's this is so unscientific, and I worry about. No, that it's stuff science. Too. Yeah, it's science. Science.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is all. This conversation is all science based. Yeah.
3: Well, we have to take a break, but before that. We have trivia.
2: Hit it. Let's do it.
3: Today's episode is about the addictive qualities of this here internet. Uh, You know, the word addiction is a medical term, so we're going to tread lightly around it. But I think we can all agree that the internet has addictive powers and that apps are designed to be uh, very addictive. I am actually going to talk about today's trivia in a different kind of addiction context. It's about a scientific paper written in 2016 where two neurologists observed that patients with brain damage, uh, this is due to in one case a stroke and in another case a certain type of dementia, these patients became addicted to something a little out of the ordinary. Their brains changed and they developed an addiction to what? You have three choices. Hold up,
1: why did their brains change, Matt?
3: Due to a stroke or dementia. I just said that, (laughs) and you didn't stop and rethink the conversation. No, No, I was
1: just, I was distracted by Twitter. Okay, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was fucking with you, fucking with you, Matt. All right, I I got you.
3: Three choices are, A, they both became addicted to peanuts, the legume. B, they both became addicted to exercise, Or C, they both became addicted to telling jokes.
2: What? This is like weirdly adorable. I know. I'm going to go with telling jokes just because that's what I want it to be.
1: Yeah. I'll go with exercise. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two positive qualities. But peanuts are terrible. Yeah. No, they're awful. Yeah.
3: Nobody wants that. I
2: mean, the answer is probably peanuts because that's the less fun of the three options. (laughs) That's true. That's true.
3: We will find out if it is the correct answer after the break.
1: Allie, can I share something with you, just like friend to friend?
2: You can always share anything you want with me. You know that I won't judge.
1: So every year my family gets holiday gifts for each other and I live in New York, they live in Pennsylvania and I have to drag them home. And this year, my mom was like, well, guess what? I'm coming to New York on December 17th, I think. And she was like, if you do all of your holiday shopping by then, I can drive all of your gifts back in my car, which sounds great in theory. But now I'm under a ton of stress in the next two weeks or like two and a half weeks to get presents for like 12 people or something like that. And I feel really, really stressed out.
2: I have a solution for you. You do? Audiobooks. You like don't have to move while you shop for them and you don't have to pick <laughs> anything up and they're just delivered and then your family members all have audiobooks. So I
1: don't need to like load it into her car?
2: Well, for your mother, you, you, you might have to help her figure it out. But, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, but it's kind of cute if you just do it for everyone in your family. Like That's the year Jen got us all audiobooks.
1: That's really cute. I mean, I think this is the way the world's going too with podcasts and people just like listening to things and I, I, yeah, I think they would all really enjoy an audiobook.
2: Uh, also, Jen, if you order them all through PenguinRandomHouseAudio.com/two-girls-one-podcast, I think we may get back some of the money you spent.
1: <laughs> well, m- Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> Just
2: kidding. <laughs> Basically, your Christmas gifts to your family is also your Hanukkah gift to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to interject, guys, but um, I'm reading the contract here, and, and we'd actually don't we don't get a cut of the uh, the proceeds.
1: Wow. Well, that changes everything. I'm still going to get them audiobooks, though, because that sounds pretty cool. I think all of you should also get your friends and family and whoever else is in your life audiobooks for the holidays, too, uh, because I really don't think you can go wrong. And they have so many great titles on Penguin Random House Audio. They have Harry Potter, uh, Stranger Things, the -the behind-the-scenes making of the show. Everything's Trash, But It's Okay by Phoebe Robinson, one of our favorite comedians, as we know. Um, The Greatest Love Story Ever Told by Megan Mullally, also another favorite comedian. And then Crazy Rich Asians, The Book, um, which I would really like to listen to. So check it out, guys. PenguinRandomHouseAudio.com slash two girls, one podcast.
2: And it's that time again to thank our Patreon supporters. I just thought I'd try my NPR voice. Did you like it?
1: Ellie, it was beautiful. Yeah.
2: Thank you. So mm-hmm. uh, special thanks to Jessica Fox and Melissa Elliott. I think, and, and also James Dozier, who we still don't know how to say his last name. I Jen, like I Dozier. feel like your NPR voice would be much better. Why don't you give it a whirl?
0: Um... We'd like to thank uh, Melissa Elliott, Jessica Fox, and James Dozier for their Patreon contributions. (laughs) Thanks, guys.
1: Do you like that? The voice
2: gets me every time.
1: Which Muppet is it though? Is that Grover? That's definitely Grover. It's yeah, your it NPR sense.
2: Muppet. It's beautiful. Clearly. Okay, <laughs> Guys, Jen can thank you too in a Muppet voice if you go to patreon.com slash 2G1P. And to be perfectly honest, the tier is only $10 a month for Jen to thank you in a Muppet voice. I do thousand.
3: I was going to say 1000 for the Muppet voice. That's well, a high we, tier.
2: Well, we could have made a different tier. I think I'm going to go support ten. us. I'll take 10 guys. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go support us on Patreon just so gentle, to say my name on air Muppet voice.
0: And now a real advertisement for One Red Lego from the internet's number one marketplace for gently used toys, Craigslist.org.
1: This red Lego is currently sitting on my coffee table next to my phone. I want to trade this Lego with you for something bigger or better. Maybe a pen, or a spoon, or perhaps a boot. If you promise to make the trade, I will come and visit you wherever you are, within reason to trade. So, if you have something bigger or better than a red Lego to trade, email me with details. Hope to trade with you soon, Jared. P.S. I'm going to make a continuous chain of up trades until I get a house on an island On a house on an island you get the idea um yeah i don't know what the fuck to say about that <laughs> um i don't know it's genius it's genius you know, how one rest- else
3: could you start with a lego and end up with a house on an island it's true it's, it's foolproof actually
2: you just got to put it out there yeah 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 is that how one upsells
3: yeah that's marketing <laughs>
2: Okay, I think that's it's that's, that's the
3: definition of marketing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah.
3: All right, guys, who wants to hear the trivia answer?
2: I do.
1: Me.
3: Today's episode is about the addictive qualities of the internet, and I had a question for you about a different kind of weird addiction: changes in brain tissue and brain chemistry brought on by stroke and dementia caused addictions in two patients noted by a neurologist in a 2016 paper what did the patients get addicted to your choices were a peanuts b exercise or c telling jokes mm-hmm. uh ali you wished it was telling jokes and you just wanted to guess that because you want it to be true which yeah. is how you answer most trivia yeah, yeah. it is yeah. i just go
2: with my feelings
3: got it and jen you went with b exercise
2: yes uh, yes yes <laughs>
3: No takers for the peanuts.
2: Yeah, I think the answer is probably peanuts, but I'm sticking with jokes. Are you you, eating peanuts right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm eating a banana. I'm sorry. I I I got really hungry. I got (laughs) hungry.
3: (laughs) All this talk of peanuts, really, yeah.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Made me hungry.
3: All right. The correct answer is C, (gasps) they became addicted to telling (gasps) jokes.
2: (laughs) You know what?
1: Now that Allie gets this Trader Joe's card, no matter what, I think she's getting better at trivia.
3: <laughs> Whoa, the pressure's off.
2: You know what? Nah, it's Allie's what Uba been told good. us. It's what Uba told us in a previous episode. You got to stop caring. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's
2: true. Yeah, yep. And then you win. Well done. Mm-hmm.
3: Two elderly, um, older gentlemen, one 69-year-old, one 57-year-old, both men. And they had these conditions over the course of time. Something about their brains started making them feel more joyful. They had this almost obsessive... Um, like compulsion really to tell jokes or to remark in a comedic way. Uh, The first patient was sort of like Was actually keeping his wife awake at night by like telling her jokes and jokes. She was losing sleep and like forced him to like shut the fuck up and write them down because you're like waking me up. And so that became, and he like filled 50 pages of a journal with jokes because he was so obsessive about developing jokes and writing them down. And then the other patient, according to the study, like became this jokester and like had this gradual transition, but it actually while he was funny didn't serve him well because he would shoot his mouth off at work of like he lost his job actually because he would like go into work and like what do you think of this and he was like who the hell chose this god awful place was one of his quotes and like he got fired from his job because he was such a smart ass but this wasn't like a conscious choice necessarily by these two people it was like that something changed about their brains I found it so like weird and disturbing that medically you could change and become funnier but also it would be unconventional controllable and that it was this addiction. it makes you really think about uh, free will like do we even have a choice in who we are or what we decide to do and yeah. our personalities? I don't that know. was
2: like so first first that trivia got so delightful. I was like, oh my God, what a positive side to like strokes and dementia and then you totally. just took it right back down,
3: yeah, sir that's what <laughs> I do.
1: yeah, what exactly happens to your brain? I know a lot of research is still being done around it. My grandmother had dementia and before she got to the point of being so like being so far into it that she she was telling you jokes. She, she, right. she never. No, it's okay. She never told a lot of jokes, but I remember one time she was like, we had to unfortunately like put her in, um, and like an elderly home. And um, she was surrounded by people who were really incapacitated and uh, like couldn't communicate well. But at that point, she was still communicating well. And uh, I asked her how it was going, and she was like, "This is like kindergarten jail." But if you knew her, she was like the sweetest woman who like never say anything like that. And it was so funny; <laughs> you know, she didn't mean <laughs> to be that way. I mean, also apparently, like, well, she she did this, and but and I've heard it happens to other people. That's a like, really you lose- good point. Yeah, like you lose a lot of your jail. filter, yeah, too, and when you know, in, in those scenarios, so you might like start swearing more, which she did. And anyway, yeah, very interesting what happens to your brain, and terrifying.
3: Yeah, a <laughs> yeah. little terrifying. I do actually have an audio clip of that first patient's jokes. If you'd like to hear some are of we, his, are material. we getting judges right,
0: right now? Here. We're For getting a taste of What's coming no! up on Inside Trader Joe's? No! Why didn't you shop at Trader Joe's? <laughs> Because you have the most variety I actually remember you guys when you guys just had like
3: nuts I think he's pretty good But there's no Netflix stand-up special in his future
0: I actually got a (laughs) shiver
1: down my spine When that came on
2: You know what, it made me hungry (laughs)
1: You just ate a banana, Allie
2: I'm hungry. Oh, time over here. Do you need
1: to take a break?
2: <laughs> no, we don't have
1: time. Matt's such a slave driver. We can't even eat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving. I haven't eaten in days. I've just been podcasting.
3: <laughs> we have twelve more episodes to go. <laughs> Get back to work.
2: Uh, no. it, which is ridiculous because nobody can see me. like I can be doing whatever I want. like that time I podcasted pantsless.
1: I was <laughs> just like drinking milkshakes with no pants on. <laughs>
2: My life rocks. (laughs) Is it time for our guest? (laughs) I think it should be. (laughs) I mean, I just got Joe jizzed, (laughs) so.
1: Twice. He came twice in one episode. Oh, my God. Wow.
2: Wow, he really recharged quickly. That wasn't funny. Don't laugh at that. Okay, but really, is our guest here? <laughs> yeah, guys. I know we're always excited, but I'm
1: really excited right now. Um, we're talking to Craig and China Benzine. Craig is Wheezy Waiter on YouTube, and together they made this video about quitting the internet for one month.
2: Welcome, Craig and China. Hey, hi there. Thanks. Oh for Oh my having God, us. you guys did it! You lived to tell the tale. We you, did it. <laughs>
4: yes, we're obviously done quitting right now because we are talking yeah. to you over the internet.
2: <laughs> oh man, that's true. Wait, mm-hmm. but so did did your internet quitting include like video calls and stuff like that? Uh, did it? <laughs> I, like, I does
5: this count? Uh, I, I, I we I never think did this would have counted against
2: it.
4: Yeah, we never did this. So I, I guess if it would have came up and it was an emergency, I suppose we would have made an exception.
2: Well, We're in we emergency. Yes, <laughs> this is very emergent.
5: We yes. we did uh, yeah. cheat a little here and there when oh, it was shit that
2: wasn't in the video. Oh. Oh. You guys are fucking hey. cheaters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: Well, <laughs>
2: well, there were times that we WebMD had to diagnose some shit. No. Okay,
5: well, exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't think we cheated any. There was nothing major, really.
5: T- to no. Spell it. Spell it. How'd you cheat? We, yeah, did we you didn't. Cheat? We didn't cheat in terms of social media, which was the biggest part. I feel like of the challenge was quitting social media because that's the thing that sucks most of your time. When Mm -hmm. you're using the internet Mm -hmm. and your soul. And yeah.
4: We did like, we did look up uh, like restaurant reviews before going to a restaurant. Which we
5: said that we wouldn't do.
4: Yeah.
5: And then I did some like online shopping. Amazon Prime owns my soul, you guys. (laughs) I was like planning our baby's birthday and like, I just, I did need to use the internet some, but we did both stay off of social media. Yeah. Yeah
1: all right well the baby had oh. a birthday there's nothing you could do about that you had to buy yeah. presents <laughs>
5: yeah
4: Well, actually <laughs> I, only I, right. I double i double cheated i uh oh, yeah. i looked you bragging
2: up, about this you double cheated yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I, I looked up i looked up answers to a crossword puzzle so oh, oh my
2: god that's a lame fucking cheat that cheat shows how addicted we all are the most right.
3: offline fucking thing you could do is a crossword puzzle and yeah you yeah. It also shows.
2: It also shows how adorable you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted.
0: If you, need to end,
4: if you need to end this interview now, yeah, let's... I gotta
2: go. I gotta okay. go. It's been three minutes and forty four seconds. <laughs> Great podcast, guys. Good,
0: good job. Good job.
2: <laughs> so, why did you do this? <laughs> you know, you'll um, learn what's wrong with you.
5: <laughs> well, Craig came to me and he was like, "Hey, I want to turn every aspect of our life into a video that'll." Get Get, like tons of views, and makes make us a ton of money. So let's do all this interesting stuff. Uh,
2: no. okay. Now for the
4: dishonest answer. Answer. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, I'm confused. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: well, number one, I did think it would be an interesting video, but I also thought that uh, I was spending too much time on Twitter. Just spending too much time. Yeah. Uh, simply, sim- uh, simply, that's the reason for me. And China, mm-hmm. you said, you, you said in the video some reasons. Yeah,
2: uh, because You said I, some things in the video, yeah, <laughs> some yeah. sentences.
5: I did say multiple words in cool. the video. Yeah, good job. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I I decided to join in because, A, it would be a lot easier for both of us if we were in it together as opposed to Craig just trying to stay off the internet by himself, and also because I was just hopelessly addicted to Facebook and Instagram specifically and that like that feedback loop of like likes and comments and just people telling me how awesome I am all the time Mm was oh hard to let go of yeah
4: yeah and I just I realized I wasn't it wasn't even making me happy I was I knew that I was I was wasting time on Twitter I was just browsing and nothing was I was I would get nothing out of it yet it was just a, a way to fill time
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. You made that point so well in the video. And like, I find myself, I, I just, I know I have brought this up like 12 times in the podcast now, but I just put this thing on my Instagram where it tells you when you've been on for 20 minutes, which has been life changing. Uh-huh. Um, but I would oh. find myself just feeling like completely lost. <laughs> after Mm -hmm. a while and i didn't know how i got where i was (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was almost like this strange sense of amnesia for a second yeah yeah
4: and you and also for me and i wouldn't remember the things that i read like i'd I'd leave twitter it was just lost time just
5: yeah you're not (laughs) learning anything important even if you're learning news from Twitter or whatever you're just reading headlines no one ever like clicks the article and reads the entire thing or like goes and facts, fact checks after they read something on Twitter they just right. then you share it and retweet it and whatever and the cycle continues
3: as someone who's been publishing articles to websites for about 10 years i can confirm that <laughs> no yeah one no clicks one reads through. it
5: no yeah no hey i
3: click through sometimes sometimes
4: there.
1: sometimes <laughs> sure yeah Um, So all of these things kind of came together to make you feel like this was something a challenge that you wanted to present to yourselves. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you go about planning it? Yeah. Uh, Well, we I I guess I cut
4: out. uh, There was a lot of footage I cut out because it it was like an hour and 20 minutes of footage of us just talking about uh, like our experience throughout. And early on, we talked. We we made the rules on vi- on, on video. We just like we sat down. We're like, hey, what what's the rule? What are the rules going to be?
5: And I mean, we had yeah. discussed it a little bit ahead of time, and we did specifically choose the month of October uh, because there was there weren't any things going on that we would really need the internet for. Yeah, that intru- month.
4: even though it was it's the month that both of our birthdays were.
5: Well, and I think oh. part part of it we chose <laughs> that month. Partially because of that, because it would be kind of nice to like celebrate not with the Internet, which I think I talked about: the in the actual way. video. Yes. Right yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. because who needs all of your you know 500 Facebook friends telling you happy birthday?: I don't know that HBD
2: un- is like real meaningful, you know what I mean?
5: Right. <laughs> and the only reason they know it's your birthday is because you put it in and Facebook notified them that it was your birthday. Right. So did you miss those greetings on your
1: birthday, or not really? No, not,
4: not at, at all. all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't crazy. I actually, yeah, I actually didn't miss most things <laughs> at all. Yeah.
1: Was there anything you did miss?
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we quit TV also, and I I missed uh, binging show TV shows. Yeah. Right, okay. I missed binging and watching movies whenever I wanted because we had we had a limited amount of movies we could watch. Right. Two a week, right? mm-hmm. uh, and I missed that, um, and I missed random. Uh, checking of facts. Like if we're talking Mm. about something like we, uh, I don't think this ended up making it into the final video where we, we passed by this church and it had this weird um, name,
5: just a weird (laughs) religion name that we'd never heard of before. And we were like, what, what even is that? I, and that's something that I would immediately pull out my phone and Google it and then learn something that I didn't know before. And that was one of the things that I did miss was like, Getting those little bits of knowledge adding to the things that I knew, and yeah. that wow. kind of stopped for a month.
4: And um, my, we were talking to my dad about baseball. We did, oh, we did make an exception for baseball.
5: No, we made him look it up.
4: Yeah, but for <laughs> okay. separate, separately, we did make an exception to watch the World Series. Oh, uh, oh okay. Uh,
5: but, Seems fair. but
4: yeah, yeah. but uh, my, we were talking about why do baseball players wear baseball caps? Is it required? Oh. Like we didn't know. Wow. and I, I and i think most people don't know so we but we couldn't look it up so we made my dad look it up
1: i feel like that conversation only happens because of the internet because like you know you <laughs> that's like yeah,
4: such a weird right. thing
0: <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
1: okay So wait so, so what's what did, the answer yeah what did you learn
4: uh i think uh, we learned it isn't required it's like, not required oh. but it but it's just expected like yeah <laughs> i think that's i think that was the answer i don't but remember but did it start see, from
2: somewhere was it like the sun <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, I don't remember see we don't even remember
4: yeah see
2: <laughs> yeah so you look it up and then you forget
3: if you exactly. had gone to the library exactly. and opened up an encyclopedia and found the fact you would damn well would have remembered yeah, we you would also would have it had
2: had it wasted over. your day so whatever <laughs> yeah, but what, what, no but, but I'm curious what is that
1: about is it the visceral experience of like touching the book like why would you remember that more than I you would remember it, just, it on your phone
3: it takes so much more work I, I
1: can't yeah. attribute
2: to yeah. anything it's else it's not I guess just like a tap tap tap, tap. It's a
4: longer process, so you're going to be thinking about it longer. Yeah, that's true.
2: Right, right, right. I have a question while we're at the beginning of your story. So you guys instated some rules for yourselves, which I think is great. Having done the experiment now, Mm -hmm. if our listeners were to do it, what rules would you recommend?
5: Uh, Definitely no social media.
2: Absolutely
5: Uh, no social media. But I also think
2: because No Yelp as well? Because you were saying you looked up restaurant reviews. Uh, No. I (laughs) I think that that probably... (laughs) That's probably fine. Okay, so no social media. No social
0: yeah.
5: media. And then I think if if you just say like, oh, quitting the internet, I think people are going to assume that it's like going back to the olden times when, <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> think that it's the internet in general that's the biggest issue. So I think that what we did incorporating um, like streaming services and television into it also was really important and really beneficial because that's even though it does television doesn't necessarily use the internet, it. Is a huge time suck, and you'll sit down and watch like multiple episodes right. of things. So and for spend you, like six hours. So wasn't it wasn't so
2: much the internet, so much as what are the new age media digital things that suck away all our attention, where you fall down the wormhole, and five hours later, where the fuck are you? Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It was that, really. That just... should
2: have been the title of your video. We quit yeah. the things <laughs> in the world. That's yeah. It's yeah. Equal.
4: Not that. Yeah. It see. Didn't
2: have as as good a not, ring. No ring. No <laughs> ring. To it. No right. ring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are the other rules? Uh, That you recommend,
4: Google like Google Maps was still. We could still use Google Maps. Um, Thank God, don't give up Google Maps. So fucking
5: lost. (laughs) Everyone would be late for work all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I did.
4: I I do think like no TV, um, no TV, and no. uh, Just add the things that you that you you know won't you won't get sucked into. Mm-hmm. But, like, no TV, I think, really improved
3: my life. <laughs> I, yeah. really, I really think it did. And oh. I want to um, make a note here because we shared your video in our Discord server. Uh, and a few folks were like, oh, it's so extreme that they cut out TV because TV and, like, Netflix, for example, is not the same as, like, going on Facebook. It's not so frivolous. But I think the point you're it, making is old tv was like i watched an episode of cheers i don't know and then it's over Mm -hmm. and then i go back to my life whereas netflix you're you're down the rabbit hole for yeah uh, yeah yeah
4: yeah i made i made two like um categories of things to we were avoiding one was endless content which is like streaming netflix to me is endless i guess you could you could run out of episodes of a series but it's a long Mm -hmm. a long thing or uh unintentional content so content that Um, Is being thrown at you that you weren't necessarily seeking out
5: which kind of that that encompasses the other facet of television like like regular television that Mm -hmm. has programming that comes on and you don't choose specifically what to watch and mm-hmm. maybe you just end up watching like Family Feud because because it's on. It's the only thing on that sounded interesting or whatever. Yeah, but you
3: weren't seeking it out when you
4: sat yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. I, I recently realized Nobody wants to watch
5: Family Feud. <laughs>
3: no. no. <laughs> I recently realized that Channel Surfing was the original Facebook. It just it mm-hmm. recently dawned on me and that yeah. was really weird.
4: Yeah, so yeah, that encompasses all of social media. Endless content and unintentional content. Yep. So basically, if you're following those two, I think that that'll improve your life. If, you, if you're quitting both of those aspects of media. Mm-hmm. So so but but then we also kind of were, we went a little further. We, we weren't allowed to look up random facts like like we just talked about mm-hmm. because
5: because why do we need to know <laughs> everything like yeah. it doesn't. It was just an interesting challenge. It it wasn't harming us to like Google, why do baseball players have to wear hats or whatever? But
2: we don't, it, it, it doesn't matter. And <laughs> it's also so there, important.
4: there's a danger of it, of it also being a time then suck. Then you go down okay. the
2: wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So having done this experiment, how do you think that people can be more intentional about their internet usage in their day-to-day lives? Delete. Your social media apps
5: off uh, your phone. Honestly,
4: quit for a while. <laughs> that, no. like, quitting
2: for a while it
4: really opened my eyes to how much I don't even like it. Like I didn't even realize <laughs> that I didn't like it. You
2: had uh, Stockholm syndrome. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, for real. Like, uh, well, you had... and
5: how often you're checking it without fully realizing what you're doing? Like, I would right. pull out my phone and have Instagram open before I'm even consciously aware that I'm opening the app and then, and then I'm just looking at it because well, it's here, it's open. Right. Now
4: I, now I really, I'm not drawn to it as much anymore. Like I, I, I go to Twitter. I go to, I do, I have gone back and I do see myself slowly getting sucked back in again, which I'm a little worried about, but, but, uh, I, I don't I don't go on as much and I, when I do go on I'm, I get bored quickly with it so do yeah. you think
2: taking these regular self-imposed breaks can actually help you train these skills almost like sort of like meditation where it just becomes more mindful and intentional
4: yes.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. okay. I think I, I think, I, yep,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, think uh, I do think you, you said it was Stockholm Syndrome I think there's something to that because
2: you know serious like yeah
4: no jokes here um <laughs> When 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 Twitter started, I was so into Twitter the way it initially was, and I f- I feel like that's that's what I'm still interested in. But I but it slowly changed in ways that I didn't even notice. And can you quitting- explain what you mean by that? Well, well, because like- for
2: me, it's always been a lot of noise. I don't know.
4: Well, I don't know when you first started. Like, I started right when Twitter started. I was on Twitter, and it was just silly. It was just silly, dumb, fun to me. Like, it, and, and to everyone who was on there, it seemed like mm-hmm. um, it was just like my first tweet was um, uh, going to the store to get food. That was my first. <laughs> that was my first tweet. And
2: now you think it's become just like more of a time suck, or
4: well, it's become. Um, It's become uh, a part of everyday life now. Mm -hmm. Like, it used to be this silly thing that on on the internet that just internet nerds were playing with. Yeah. And now it's, like, culturally central to everything.
5: Mm -hmm. When people take it way, way seriously now, like, Mm -hmm. news breaks on Twitter first before Mm -hmm. it does elsewhere. You know, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere has changed. And
4: it's become a there's a competition and people have figured out how to game the system and game your attention Mm -hmm. uh, in ways that they didn't do because they it was new.
2: Mm
5: -hmm. Mm Yeah. Well, and then as with all social media, it even Twitter now in the last couple of years has big much more manipulative of what you're seeing it twitter was kind of the last holdout for like the chronological timeline and that's gone they're like throwing things that you missed in your face and in your mentions you're getting like suggested tweets and stuff and it 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 feels very much you're being manipulated to spend as much time on there as they can make you spend in one session
1: Mm -hmm. so what did you notice at first when in the first few days of quitting
4: I I noticed that uh, I didn't, I immediately noticed that I didn't miss it very much. I didn't, I missed, I missed the random checking of facts, but I didn't miss social media, but I did feel a draw to it. Like I did feel like Mm -hmm. a reflex to like pull out my phone Mm -hmm. and check Twitter. I I felt the reflex and I had to fight it all the time, but I didn't want it. I didn't miss it. Like it was, it was really weird. It was like, I, I, it was very obvious to me right away that what I was doing was not even something I was. That I was that I wanted to do. Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> yeah. I think I struggled with it more than you did the first <laughs> week or two or three or four. <laughs> 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 it was a challenge because I think I I'd still. Craig spent a lot of time on Twitter, but I think I still spent more time on social media overall than you did. Mm-hmm. um And so, like, and. As a new mom, I was in a lot of like Facebook mom groups and stuff that had become really important to me for like reaching out for advice or just reading what other people were posting about what they were going through and feeling like I wasn't so alone. And so having that sort of unceremoniously ripped away from me all of a sudden was really jarring to like, you know, in the middle of the night when my baby is waking up and I have to like go sit up with her for 20, 30 minutes. I'm, I'm by myself for the first time since I became a parent. Um, Yeah. Well, that's a really, yeah, that's Mm -hmm.
2: an interesting testament to also the community that the internet has established for people in a really positive way, which we look at a lot on this podcast. Do you think there's a Mm -hmm. way to do an experiment that's more somewhere in between where there's certain things that you're allowed, like maybe you're allowed to go on those parenting groups or do you just think it's just such a wormhole and if you do if you know if you open facebook it's just like four hours later
5: for me personally i don't think that there would be a way to take the positive aspects the mom groups that i missed and only let myself go to those exclusively because facebook is designed to suck you into all aspects of it and so it's hard to just see the the posts that you want to see from whatever only those groups unless you like unfriend everyone, I guess. Which is well, that's so an sad. interesting
3: That's such point. a sad statement. Yeah. That sounds kind of Because nice. like, well, there's so much value here and yet we can't right. access it without all this, these notifications right. getting away. Well, that's it's, really it's interesting. Tragic. Like,
2: can the companies, again, I've talked about this a bunch, but like the time well spent movement, like, is there a world in which these companies will be pressured to design differently so that you can access the good and not the bad? Well, I don't think so because well, people aren't going to stop using Facebook and
5: Twitter and Instagram. Well, if
4: everyone that. watches our video, Yes. And I think... No. Uh, yeah, I'm in. But, but, Plug But in. also, I I do think there might come a time where where there's a breaking point where everyone's like, okay, this has gone too far. I, my life is terrible because I'm just being sucked into Facebook. But I don't know if it'll be the companies themselves that will fix it. Well, the it might design have to be
2: spent movement is... Uh sorry, the time all spent and it's about ethical design. It is a bunch of ex-employees banding together saying like these are actually built to be addictive and they need to be built differently. So in Apple's mm-hmm. latest update, it I don't know yet cuz I haven't played with it, but there is a dashboard that tells you. So I do wonder if eventually the pressure will come, but now I'm just getting into like hypothetical worlds that don't well, exist. So
4: But that but, well it goes with what I what I was thinking which is that I think it'll be another company outside of like Facebook and Twitter that has to, uh, that will figure out a way to make things more useful and more engaging for people, or to get the actual value out of the social media that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Apple isn't technically a social media company. So right. may, there there may be one example of a company that's trying to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And
3: there has to be a shift in the business model of the Internet, meaning if yeah. the if the revenue is derived from advertising, then every social media company that wants to be profitable and that's all of them needs to keep you on the app to serve you as much advertising as possible. If I were to pay Six bucks a month for Facebook, then you can do whatever the fuck you want with Facebook because we already got your money, and that's actually a healthier way to use these platforms. I just think don't it, there has to be an economic shift in how we, the consumer, like we have to like all say, yeah, I'd pay money to for a better app. M- most people are not going to,
5: but yeah, well, what? maybe it has
3: to get so bad that they do. <laughs> uh, the, right, exactly. Right. Yeah,
5: but then I mean, the major issue with that, to me, is that that would turn. Social media usage into some an exclusive thing for people with money to spare. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, if someone doesn't have the $6 a month or the $5 a month or the even $1 a month that they can put towards having that community, then they either have to turn to the crappy uh, Facebook, (laughs) whatever, whatever it's become now that we're all shifting over to this paid thing. Or, yeah. So, I, I don't know that I would feel super comfortable with that either. I
3: agree with you in spirit, though. I would say oh, so many like it's a hyperbole to say everyone, but everyone does have a smartphone, even people who can't afford one. And everyone has Netflix right. again, super hyperbole. But like when when all movies become just ten dollars a month at scale, like mm-hmm. everyone does pay for it. It's so funny that we're willing to pay for like. Netflix entertainment, but we're not willing to pay for social media. It's a whole other tangent,
2: but. um, Well, I think because we've always been used to paying for movies and then social media came about and it was free. And so that's just how it's Mm -hmm. kind of worked.
5: Yeah. Getting people to pay a different amount of money for something they're already accustomed to paying for is much easier than getting people to pay for something that they never had to pay for. Exactly right. Yeah.
2: So China in the video, you joke that you're going to do it for a year. Is that true? It's not a joke. I have not
5: been on social media since um, I think it was like a day or two after our daughter's birthday that I like posted her one year update and got it all out and then said goodbye. Wow. And, How long ago I mean, was that? It, was it? Yeah. That was like a, not even a month ago. So okay. <laughs> not, It is not that impressive yet, but I, I'm, it's much easier this time to say goodbye because I'd only been back for a couple of weeks, um, and I saw how detrimental it was already becoming to my life again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's fine, mm-hmm. and I'm reading a lot. I I really guys, like books. Books are
4: real, Books are really good. Wow. They're, real, yeah. They're real good. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Well, I was. When I, when I, yeah, I'm ahead.
1: curious how how you've been filling the time, and does it feel like you have a lot more time, or not
5: necessarily? <laughs> well, I am probably reading too much honestly so <laughs> right now thing, is that a thing to like read too many books well when I don't,
4: she's it's on her phone i don't so. think
5: it's as bad because i'm not no reading books is I great i am yeah i think that i think that it's definitely great but it is still kind of detracting from like my responsibilities around the house. Like I have needed to sweep him up for probably close to two weeks. And I just, every time I put the baby down for a nap, I'm like, oh, I could do this thing that really sucks. Or I could read
2: for an hour. <laughs> I wanna read, I wanna yeah, do that. Yeah, but that's so, always gonna be true. Just procrastination. I support your reading habit. Yeah. yeah,
5: well, and Craig pointed out that I'm reading on my phone. I have the Kindle app on my phone and I am, so I'm reading eBooks. But I think that a huge benefit to that is that you can, I'm learning a lot of new vocabulary because I, if I come across a word that I don't know, I don't have to like, pull up my phone and, and Google the word or look it up in a physical dictionary, I can just like highlight it and then boom, there's the definition and oh here's a Wikipedia article about it. If I wanted to know more about this uh, wormhole, wormhole. Or it sounds like a wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sent to Wikipedia. I'm just cutting social media this time, okay? Yeah, she can look up facts. I can look up
4: She
2: stuff can look now. up facts. Okay, so, so you're you're so you, yeah. you're on the internet, but you're quitting social media for one year?
5: Just social media, yes. Yeah. So I'm not doing the whole internet experiment for a year. I'm not strong enough to give up Netflix this whole time, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, just the social media stuff. I,
1: China, I don't know if this has affected you at all, but like uh, we've done other episodes talking about like identity in social media and the way that we tend to present ourselves in a certain way. And I know you mentioned you were in some moms groups. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you might miss or feel, feel you might, I don't know anything like about the identity that you presented on social media that you might miss?
5: Well, uh, in terms of the mom groups, I'm, I'm really sad because I know that over the next year, we, we, my main mom group is all moms with babies that are my daughter's age. Mm -hmm. And over the next year into the first year of toddlerhood, they're going to get really close to each other. They're going to like grow together as parents and share experiences and things. And I'm missing all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I think that it's worth it to be on Facebook and have the negative influences of that in my life just to get that sense of community? Right now, I don't think so. Maybe I will feel differently in a year mm-hmm. when I've missed all this stuff. Uh, but overall, I think it's I think it's really positive because, um, especially with Instagram, I was used to in the first year of our daughter's life sharing a lot about like my experience as a parent and um, like cute things that she would do or whatever. And I think I got a little bit too comfortable with talking about her in public because my Instagram was not, you know, a private place. Anyone can look at it. And there I had like, I don't even know over 10,000 people who could see every picture that I posted of my beautiful, innocent baby. Yeah. Um, and I think I was a little too comfortable sharing things about her.
4: That's one thing I miss about you being on the internet is seeing pictures of my baby.
5: Yeah,
4: right. <laughs> my own baby. You know you could go you look really, at her, right? She's in the it's house. Oh, yeah. oh, really? She's like
2: right there. Really? Yeah. yeah. The same
4: baby? Oh, the oh. same one. Okay. Same baby. Yeah. All
2: right. If, yeah, it, if it's a right. different baby, you've got marital problems, you know. <laughs>
0: Ooh.
3: I have Ooh, a, t- a tangential question for China because the single most poignant moment in the video came from you, where you said sorry, something. Craig. <laughs> sorry, no, Craig. Sorry,
2: Craig. Oh, hey, I
4: edited
3: it. I know. I know. Right. He knows. He knows. Um, You said something like, I realized I didn't have hobbies or something like that. Meaning all of your free time was sucked into these apps and you stopped the apps and you're like, I've got nothing to do. And I just identified with that very deeply. And it also made me very um, aware and fearful that like so many people, especially I worry parents who are like, you're so subsumed with um with your child and mm-hmm. then all you're doing in the in-betweens is checking Facebook and then the rest of your life just disintegrates. And I I would love to hear more about that from you.
5: I mean, I, I don't think that it's necessarily gotten any better yet since I since I re-quit social media. Um, I like I said, I am reading more, which is something that historically in my life, I've been an avid reader. And so I, I do feel like getting back to that aspect of my life has been kind of resuming one of my favorite hobbies. But the fact remains that I have a one year old and and the vast majority of my time is still spent being a parent or attending to things that allow me to be a good parent when She's awake. Like hopefully, eventually sweeping and mopping. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Just get a Roomba.
4: Yeah. Make me do it. <laughs> there you go.
5: Make her okay. do yeah. it. We'll get a Roomba. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: um, but I do. I. I. I don't have a lot of time that I can take away right now because of the age of our baby and, like, she's still nursing and all of this stuff to, like, go and resume a hobby or, like, go work out or go get my nails done. But I I see a future where that can happen. And if I was still on social media, I think that when I got those periods of free time in the coming months and years, I think I would waste them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I will, obviously, if I'm not just – dicking around on my phone all the time
4: totally (laughs) so what are your what are your online
2: habits Oh, my God. They're terrible. This is our podcast. I know. You the script, Craig. for me, something that doesn't affect you guys, but that's so addictive and problematic is online dating. Because it's like, I do want to meet someone, so I feel like I got to stay on the apps. But it's super addictive to just, like, swipe through a thousand faces and be like, where did the time go? And I hate this so much. It's really yeah. presumptuous of you to assume that we don't also online date. <laughs> we don't, we, we don't. don't. That's no. true. Yeah. But, but Listen, still. It's
5: I've
4: 2018. I actually have, I don't even know what that's like. I never online dated because it kind of happened-
2: <laughs> yeah. But um, I, no, but that is that is what I want to delete that I find super addictive. But I had a question for you right because now. this is our podcast.
5: <laughs> Boom.
2: Oh no! What okay. is Maslow's hierarchy of needs regarding the internet? So you guys kept Google Maps. What are the things that you got to Google keep? Maps is number one. Mm-hmm. I
4: Google feel Maps like. is yeah, absolutely number one. Um, well, my bank is online. <laughs>
5: okay, <laughs> okay,
4: that's uh.
5: Yeah. Okay. I actually feel like online baking and like bill pay and stuff like that is probably maybe at the at the top.
4: Money stuff and Google Maps and right. um, uh, that's it really. I don't yeah. know.
2: What else is there? Um. Nothing.
5: Yeah.
4: That's all you need. That's all you need. Google <laughs> Maps, money stuff. Great. Okay.
2: <laughs> great. Okay. Because yeah. we were talking before we us. interviewed you about having kind of like a mediocre intelligent. That was terrible. So
3: <laughs> you could say it a community college phone.
2: Yeah, community college phone. So like it, it would just oh, have oh, Google Maps and bank stuff, yeah, like the basics. Yeah, well, yeah.
3: I guess,
4: I guess well, now I think about it, email.
2: Oh yeah, email.
4: I guess you can't really get rid of because everyone uses right, it. Right, right. So. But not.
2: But but if you don't have it on your phone, I think that would improve life. Yeah,
4: well, you definitely don't need it on your phone. You definitely don't need a smart. I guess for maps, you would need. You don't need a smartphone for maps, though, either. You could get, like, a, a GPS or something. Wait, yeah, no, how do you do that without yeah. a
2: smartphone? It, uh, do I get a compass? Garmin.
4: Do
5: you like, a
3: Garmin? <laughs> a compass. I always end up at the North Pole. I don't know what's wrong with my GPS.
2: It's a long walk. That was such a dad joke. <laughs> um, I thought a point that you made, Craig, that was so interesting was that you feel more informed in the stuff you had to say about newspapers, where it was like, it's a finite article. There's no links. Oh. Yeah.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: No links, uh, no comments.
4: Ugh. I I will say that since we got the internet back, I have not gotten a newspaper, uh, and I'm disappointed in myself because mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed reading the news from the newspaper. It took a lot of time. I was going to say, wouldn't it which, take at least it, an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It took a lot of time to to like delve into the whole newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: You know what I hate when you're reading the newspaper and it's like article continued in A3 and then you have to go get the other (laughs) section and newspapers are so hard to turn the pages. Yeah, just make it it continuous because that's the old school links, right? They wanted to get all the headlines in your face.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting point in terms of like digital literacy and fake news and stuff that like actually just reading a newspaper is such a better way and more informed way to consume news.
4: Yeah, the experience is so much better honestly like when you when i when i read news from twitter or facebook or anywhere on the internet everything seems so crazy and and, uh like the world is falling apart when i read when i I read the new york times mostly um and and that that even gets uh slandered as like a uh just liberal horrible biased newspaper but when you actually read the newspaper itself it doesn't seem that way at all it just seems like it's giving you the facts that's it like there is
5: information. Yeah, right?
4: yeah, It just seems like mo- well, there are some editorial in there, but yeah. it's very obviously editorial. Uh, most of the the news is like this is what happened, this is what happened, this is what happened. I could see walking away from some articles in there with uh, a different point of view than what I what I had mm-hmm. going in because I'm just I I, ha- I have to uh, take those facts and decide what I think about them <laughs> rather than yeah. Uh, like look at what other people said about them. So, right. so
1: the world is not on fire. You're telling us that's really
2: I, yeah. No, it's well, definitely well, there, on well, fire. well. There was actually
4: a lot of terror. There was a lot of terrible news in in the newspaper, yeah. but it was it was it was actually terrible news I was unaware of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but, yeah.
1: Presented in but a thoughtful was, way. Yeah,
4: <laughs> but the usual terrible news did seem a lot less terrible. Yeah, it seemed like. It seemed like a lot of the reason I thought it
3: was terrible was because of the way people were presenting it to me. Yeah, yeah. They should put the New York Times on the internet. Oh,
2: shut up, man.
5: (laughs) And I think that most people, when you are reading news online, the vast majority of the time, you're not like deliberately going to like, CNN.com or New York Times, the, the actual websites, and then looking for articles and clicking on them from there. You're You're seeing it shared on Facebook with that person's take on it. And so you're already going into it with that person's opinion in the forefront of your mind. And there's comment sections and also just seeing the sheer volume of people talking about some big breaking news can make it seem much more of a grave situation than it actually is.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Again, most people wouldn't read the article, so they would just read the headline and. Whoever's hot take on it is whatever news personality is tweeting about it. Right. And then they would form an opinion based on that. And then they would go like,
1: repost it everywhere with their opinion.
2: Can you believe this thing that's happening? Right. And and just so
1: telling some crazy behavior. Yeah. Yeah. this complete
2: erosion of expertise where people with tons of followers have this very loud opinion, but they are not informed. Like Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not qualified.
0: (laughs)
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think that
5: that's more the issue with how we get our news than, than digital or analog media, whatever. I think that going back to digital literacy, people don't read full articles. People don't fact check their sources. People, Most people can't even point out what's a reliable news source and what isn't, you know, or they'll get redirected to like, New York Times.net with like a Z or whatever and be like well, the New York Times said it oh, <laughs> but you know there's all these like spoof no- news sites out there and, and our, also, our grandparents being on social media is a really yeah. big problem yeah, and you're because- also
4: really only getting the most sensational stories that might actually be in the New York Times but there's there's plenty there's plenty of very balanced info in there yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah so I'm curious if you have any tools to recommend for our listeners aka myself um I was mentioning Uh earlier that I recently installed a a Chrome extension that will tell me when I've spent 10 minutes on Facebook every day. Are there other tools that you guys Uh are using or have considered that help limit your time in these time suck?s
4: I've tried tools like that in the past, and they've yeah. never really worked for me.
2: No, I uh, would
5: just get fed up and disable it after a couple of days. The first yeah. day, I'd be like, "Oh, great, okay, I spent my twenty minutes." Because you guys are
2: filthy cheaters, but then- you even cheated on your own. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
4: exactly. Exactly. <Absolutely. laughs>
5: Craig actually has really good self control. I have terrible self control, and I, things like that would never work for me. It has to be all or nothing. Because well, if you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs>
4: what what has worked for me is. Other not not actual specific apps to limit it, but just delete the app, just just or remove it from the, the home page if you have a, a Android. Mm-hmm. Um, just just actually delete the app and then see how long it takes you to want to download but it. But I'm again. thinking on your web browser uh, too. <laughs> seconds, you know? Oh, on yeah. Your web browser. See, that's
5: the problem for me. If I if I'm like okay, well, I won't have the app on my phone, but then you know I can go to my desktop. I'll just open it up in the Chrome browser on my actual phone. And then eventually I'll be like, ah, oh, it's annoying to look at Facebook in the browser. I'll just download the app again. I just have to tell myself, no, you can't look at it at all, ever for any reason. That's so funny. I
1: have a mantra, which is just like, stop every time I try to go on those things. Like all I have to do is tell myself to stop and it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Yeah. I do. I
4: do. I really think that it the best way because I, I I don't really have a good answer for the browser either. Like I think the best the best way is to actually just quit for a while. Mm-hmm. Just like maybe give yourself a day. Just like I'm going to not go on Facebook today. Just challenge yourself. It might take more than, a day but but, oh, af- more than yeah, a day, but but after over time, I really think you will you won't even crave it as much. So
2: it's like cigarettes, <laughs> or sugar. you gotta like well, yourself exactly, off, like and then realize you don't really need it. It's literally it's an addiction. Yeah. So you're teaching yourself to it live is without absolutely it. Absolutely, an addiction. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Last but not least, let's talk about my love for your parents, Craig. Is this your parents in the video?
5: Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: aren't they? They're bad? fucking they're awesome. great. Uh, people should watch the video just for that moment. I actually, your mom held that <laughs> pause know. for so long that uh, it, there did come a time where I wondered if my computer had frozen.
4: <laughs> well, That's what I was it hoping. was fantastic. I was hoping. Craig
5: showed me the Craig showed me the initial cut of the video, and it was like a decently long pause before she continued and he was like i made her pause more i can make it longer and i was like make it longer (laughs) do it make them uncomfortable yeah
4: i could have made it even longer than that Yeah, there was even
5: more than that but i thought maybe people it's so good it's so
1: good (laughs) just like everything about that moment Thank you so much, Greg and China, for taking the time to speak with us. It was an
5: absolute pleasure. We enjoyed ourselves as well.
4: Yeah, I enjoyed uh, me the best,
0: actually.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed you the best. Oh, too. my God, oh, you well, guys are an adorable yeah. couple. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go swipe on some apps.
1: I'll see you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank
2: you for joining us.
0: Good luck.
1: So, Ellie, do you think you could do this? Could you quit the internet for a month?
2: I would really like to. My dilemma is dating apps. And um, marketing on Facebook.
1: Ah. Yeah. But like if. So you're doing that frequently enough that you feel like it actually would affect. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Oh, man. Why? Why do we have to rely on that so much? That's so annoying. If I got a boyfriend and stopped performing, I would quit social media. You, gotta, get a boyfriend. No. Or you should just like make some flyers and mail them to people. I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> you get people to events. I know.
2: Can you imagine marketing before that? But yeah. um, I mean, I might quit the apps anyway. I've done that before where I just like go cold turkey on the dating apps for a little while because it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty terrible out there. Could you do it?
1: Well, Yeah, I definitely could. Like, I would love to give up social media entirely. I've given up the dating apps for the last number of months, which has been kind of wonderful. Yeah, but you've been
2: dating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well. So that's um, worked out well. (laughs) um, And then, let's see. Well, email. Email, obviously, is like a huge thing. Like, I I need to be constantly on my email all day long in order to do work. So uh, I could not give that up.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually liking this Chrome extension. That like ten minutes in, because to disable it, you have to type a lot of stuff about how you failed and you're horrible. Right. <laughs> um, it works, but yeah, no. I mean, I would really like to. I don't. I do think for my own life, it does more harm than good. I don't have Facebook in on my phone anymore. Yeah, I don't have it yeah, on my same, phone either. Same. Matt, do you think you could do it, and would you do it?
3: I, well, there's I would no not way do Matt it. could do it. No, I couldn't do it for a month. But I really, really like and often do try to quit for a day at a time. Um, that brings my life back into balance. It gives me the perspective I need on, like, oh, hey, I didn't, I didn't need to open up that app today. I, I didn't lose anything. That, that, that is. That's enough for me.
1: Um, I think it's so great they have one another to do it together. So if one of us does it, I think we should all do it.
2: Yeah, they got accountability buddies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. But I like the idea of it's just like by doing it intermittently just like literally training that skill it's like a new skill that people don't think about yeah i've gone off
1: facebook almost entirely i pop in every once in a while because i have to like for certain things but i really haven't been
2: on it in maybe six months eight months something like that oh my gosh but i haven't missed it at all it's interesting though also in the context of this podcast though that there are really wonderful communities like that mom's group or whatever and then you can't have access to them and it's like Ooh, I don't know. Although if Facebook really like fell apart, I wonder if we would start having these specialized sites again, which might be better. Like there's literally like a moms Yeah, just know, go on Discord. You know I, mean? I love Discord.
3: <laughs> right. I mean that that yeah. that's actually uh, I get so much value out of Reddit and Discord because I can join very precise communities around yeah, the topics true. I care about, and I don't get all the garbage that is in my newsfeed from that. And and then so we're already seeing that. It's just a matter of taking your mindset out of a Facebook mindset and trying to like, I think my mom would get a lot of value out of Reddit, but like trying to train your mom to use Reddit instead of Facebook is a Herculean task, I would imagine. Right. Right.
2: Well, except for the value of Facebook is that like my mother checks in on people that for her, that she actually knows there's not, it's not as much of an inundation, I think.
3: Yeah. But I, I I think about the difference between um, people that I know Sharing random shit that may or may not be relevant to me versus mm-hmm. strangers I don't know sharing and talking about highly relevant things that are very valuable to me. Those are two different ends of the spectrum, and right. I'm getting. But I'm saying I'm for a lot of people, it's
2: that they want to see the people they know, and so that's Correct. what makes these yeah.
3: Though I think it comes back to hobbies because, uh, you know, I'm talking about my mom just as a, as a silly example, but like she is super into um, crafting and knitting and stuff. And she is very active on like forum type sites mm-hmm. devoted to that stuff. And it is with strangers and sh- swapping patterns and tips and stuff. And so she she is doing that. Yeah. She does it with knitting. I do it with video games. Like we're we're doing the same thing and we're doing it outside of of a Facebook context.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. I, I have this like recipe habit. I love looking at recipes mm-hmm, online mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely follow some influencers on Instagram who are food people and get really into that. But I could, yeah, I could have that habit without Instagram.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the fact that these companies have a, a monopoly in some ways. That's what's problematic. Where it's like, yeah. you know, you can go there and find all that shit, but then you also so find easily. all that other shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's design, it's monopoly, and it's, and it really, I think a lot of it is, is the advertising model as a structure. Yes. It, yeah. it will always be antithetical to productivity. Like we said, I think at the top of the show, you are the product. If, if the yeah. product you're using is free, then you are the product. And that is, was cool in 2007, cool, free social media, and in 2018 is like really. Not a good situation.
2: I have a weird question. How are you guys feeling about it over in New York? Because in San Francisco, people are talking about Facebook a lot and there is a bit of a backlash. And there's been articles about um, a lot of employees jumping ship. Like there, it does start to feel like the tides are turning a little bit. But I don't know if that's just how it feels here in this sort of like weird tech epicenter.
1: Impossible for me to say New York wide, but I know for me personally, right, right. it completely turned around Cambridge Analytica and when that news like came out. I was just like, I really don't want to participate in this anymore. And I'd been feeling for a while like I didn't. So that was the straw for me. Um, for, for you personally. For me personally. But yeah. I, I imagine if it was enough for me to go off, then a bunch of people like yeah, me probably so did too. Much. Yeah,
2: there's just so much. Although, but, but Jen, wanting to quit because of Cambridge Analytica is very hypocritical. Because they own they own Instagram, so (laughs) you know I know choose your poison. Yeah, it's like if you want to quit because it's a time suck, that's one thing. But in terms of like the company's practices, then you'd also have to quit WhatsApp and and instagram and all the other companies that they own really
1: good point maybe that's impetus for me to quit instagram i sort of like mentally blocked that facebook
2: owns instagram but yeah good point <laughs> I, good well point. <laughs> you're not alone you're not alone yeah. it's by yeah. design yeah. i um, think it's funny how many people were like hashtag delete facebook like on instagram i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like if you want to get off facebook yeah, because point. it's a time suck but if if it's against the company then they own i think it's 70 some other companies sure. yeah yeah so we're all um, yeah. fucked, but there does seem to be a, like growing backlash out here. Or at least it feels that way. I don't know if that's true. No, I think elsewhere. it's everywhere,
3: but I, I think we're all in a bubble because like, you know, we're fairly plugged into the news. We work in the tech slash media world. So we're seeing that news constantly. I feel like I'm following it closely, but average Joe user, if you ask them like, what's up with Facebook, they'd be like, what? I use it every day. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I hope that the tide is turning. I really do.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, right. I'm very curious to hear from our listeners. Um, in case you couldn't tell, I want to hear more productivity tools and blockers that you use <laughs> so yeah. that you can um, be more intentional about it. Or any tips, anything that you guys are doing that works in terms of like still being on it, but just not being sucked in.
1: So let us know. You can tweet at us. As always, I'm at June Bugger. I'm at Allie Gold. You can also email us at 2G1Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can call us and leave us a voicemail. That phone number is 347-871-6548. Seven. Seven,
0: that number again, 347 871 And
1: finally, if you would like to chat with us in our Discord server, you can go to discord.gg slash 2G1P. There are tons of listeners of the show there who are conversing, um... Throughout the night and throughout the day, they're there often, and we have some great conversations, including them suggesting show topics and guests. Um, So, definitely get to be a part of that conversation. Discord.gg/2g1p. Ali, if they want to contribute to this show, how do they do it?
2: Patreon.com/2g1p. All right, guys, we will
1: catch you next time and um, have a great week.
2: See ya.
0: this podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula, and instantly deleted from my home screen. I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing on this episode by Logan Yuri. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This episode is supported by Penguin Random House Audio. Before you quit the internet, why not download a few audiobooks to pass all the free time you'll have while not reading your uncle's insane conspiracy theories on Facebook? Visit PenguinRandomHouseAudio.com/slash/two-girls-one-podcast to browse their selection of popular titles. <laughs>
3: Pod Glomer. A sonic universe.
2: Or
0: perhaps a (laughs) bolt.